Hi everyone and welcome to All Wakey Aren't We? I'm Cy Boyle and this is my review of our match against Claycross Town. 27th of January, Claycross Town 0, Wakefield AFC 4. In front of a crowd of 139, um, which quite a big uh, crowd for Claycross. They tend to get double figures rather than three figures. I think they have had a couple of more than that this season, but rarely. Um, and we did have a, another plentiful away support. Uh, so it was really good to see uh, the away support growing, just like we did at Yorkshire Amateur. Probably not as many as this one, because it was a bit further, uh, but still a good number of supporters there. The starting lineup in goal, Henry Kendrick. Uh, in the back four, uh, a late switch saw Mason Ruby go to right back. And in central, mid- uh, central defence, Jack Durkin, Jack Kearney, and left back, Callum Charlton. In midfield, Nathan Hawkhead and Jordan Helliwell. Attacking midfield, Ollie Rodriguez-Green, Jaden Sandu and Slater Barnes. And up front, Ben Gelder. Substitutes used, Cameron Barnett, Alex King and Joel Spence. So there was that late switch. Um, Mason was down as being on the right wing, um, but Aaron wasn't there uh, for, for kick-off or... Or certainly when the the teams went in, so Mason dropped to right back, and Ollie came in, uh, to the right wing position, and um, yeah, Mason did really well, um, going back to to right back, which I think is where he started, for us, um, back in the early days he'd play right wing, right uh, right back, right wing back, and um, was really getting forward well on the overlap throughout the game, so he had a really good game, did Mason. And after last week's game at Retford was cancelled, we weren't really sure if we were going to get this one on at Claycross. So certainly, when I'd messaged them during the week to get the, the info for the fans, we thought this could be one where, again, the weather would play its part and uh, and lead to a cancellation, which is always the risk, particularly at um, away games uh, in winter. But they um, they got the game on just... Um, they've only played like one or two games since October at home. The rest of them have been away because uh, they seem to really struggle with the amount of water that their pitch holds. And it was spongy, to to say the least. Um, you could even sort of standing at the edge, you could, from where we were on the, on like the hard standing around the pitch, you put your foot just on the grass, just the other side of that, and you could feel how much give there was in it. It was must be like playing on a, bouncy castle at <laughs> some stages not that bad but you know what I mean it was really uh, really squishy and I don't think that helped when early in the game we picked up an injury for Nathan Nathan Hawkhead went down I think on two occasions with his with his knee the last one we really thought he'd done something bad to it um, and he had to be helped off the field luckily by the end he was sort of after the game he was walking gingerly I'd say um, but I think the pitch didn't help on that because your feet would just get stuck when you're trying to, when you jump and then you land and you're trying to sort of put your feet in the right spot beneath you. Can't have been easy. Um, so hopefully it won't be too long that uh, that he's out if he's going to miss any games with that. 
We did create chances in the first half, but it did go in at nil-nil at half-time. Um, we were struggling, I think, more in the first half to get used to the conditions and how to do our style of football on that pitch. We'd had a good spell where, from a corner, um, the ball had come out to Jack Kearney, who had a shot that was blocked. The ball went wide again and crossed back in, and then the other Jack, Jack Durkin, got his head to it, and I think it was a mixture of keeper and crossbar that kept the ball out on that occasion. Uh, there was another one where Mason went well down the right, set up Ollie for a shot, but that went wide. Um, we were playing slightly uphill, and I did put in my notes, it was an uphill struggle. Um, pun intended. Uh, but at least we got through to half-time with a clean sheet, and although we hadn't got the goals, and I think the nearest they'd come to scoring was one where uh, there was a pass back to, to Henry. I think, I think it was Callum that, that played a pass back to him. Um, and he wasn't in the right place. Well, he, he, he was in the right place, but the ball kind of just didn't go probably where we intended. And it went uh, out for a corner just past the uh, the post. And that's about as near as they came to scoring in that half. Um, second half settled the game. Four goals in 22 minutes uh, in, a, in a burst from eight minutes into the second half onwards. First of all, uh, Slater Barnes, eight minutes into the second half, got his third goal for Wakefield. Uh, great work and passing down the right side. There was a shot come across that went across the face of the goal and he was in the right place at the far post uh, to turn the ball home to give us the lead. Two minutes later, uh, Ben Gelder got through and scored again for his sixth goal for us. So he seems to be uh, getting into a good scoring vein of form for us. And then I wouldn't say I would say that was the goal of the game, but it was probably more the setup um, because the next goal was when Jaden scored with a penalty, but he created it himself and he was dancing through defenders while they were just lunging. And each time there was like a player lunge at him, he'd sort of like shrug that tackle off and and get away with the ball and someone else would come in from a different angle and he'd dance past them and then eventually once he got into the box and probably ready to shoot a player had gone down that early that he had no choice but to fall over him and uh, and go down for the penalty was he so there was nowhere near getting the ball um but Jin sort of then went down got the penalty for that and converted it beautifully uh into the uh, left hand side of the net with the keeper going totally the wrong way and we wrapped the game up 15 minutes from time, with Cameron Barnett getting his sixth goal for Wakefield. Um, and it was this one was a great passing move. Um, so although the the setup for Jaden's penalty was great individual skill, there was some great passing that set up this fourth one for Cameron. And it showed that we'd eventually worked out how to still play the style of football that we like with a pass and move on the conditions of the pitch that we had, which can't have been easy. Um, so they really fired themselves up at half-time, um, realised that this wasn't a match where even we could afford to come back with a draw, we needed to get the win. And they put the fire in the belly and they came back and did it. It was fantastic. After that, fourth goal, to be fair, we could have got seven, eight, maybe something like that, 
but their goalkeeper suddenly found um, the game of his life, perhaps, or at least the 15 minutes of his life, pulling off some right-worldy saves. Um, some shots that he was saving that he would have no right to save. And, uh, yeah, probably for them, I'd say he was their man of the match, even though there was four goals went past him. Uh, he did really well to, to keep the score down after that. Um, but, yeah, solid win. On the road again, two wins, two clean sheets now. Need to keep this momentum and putting the uh, the wins behind us. I did manage to speak to um, Gabe and to Jack Durkin after the game. So um, once you come to the end of this segment, keep listening because you've got the interviews with them and see what their thoughts were on the game and certainly how things changed in the second half for us having gone in at 0-0 and then coming away with the win. The win does keep us second in the table still, um, behind Parkgate, who we know have got four games in hand, and uh, if they win those, you know, I would say the run- runaway leaders, I suppose, for the for the title, and certainly the odds-on favourites, but it's football, anything can happen, you know, they don't look like they're going to lose any time soon, but a couple of injuries, drop the form a bit, you never know, it's football, these things happen, but they're certainly pushing well for that win for that uh, for that title win at the moment it's looking likely we're going to be in the battle for the playoffs at the moment like i say we're second we're in front of uh Wombell town which is where daniel and Corey wood would have gone um so they're now breathing down our necks three points behind but a couple of games in hand then we've got shirebrook beverly and retford united behind them in this what looks like five teams battling for four playoff spots um, so we've just got to keep winning keep keep winning and, and we've still got to play a lot of those sides as well we've got to play Parkgate twice and everybody else once I think looking at this I think, yeah I think, I think all those other teams we've got to play once as well and they'll have to play each other and in some of those games perhaps a draw would be a best outcome for us and uh, allow us to to gain some points on them the next match if it goes ahead on Tuesday, uh, is Tadcaster, Tadcaster Albion in the West Riding County Cup away. Um, but I know they've had some waterlogged pitch issues recently as well. And with the rain that we've got uh, on Monday and forecast for Tuesday, um, we'll have to wait and see if that game's on. If so, great. If not, it gets knocked back uh, to next week which means that we would change our fixtures. I was, I mean, that's I've got then the, the matches if tomorrow goes ahead. Um, we've got Glass out and, uh, away on Saturday, Beverly at home on Tuesday, and then Brig away the following Saturday. Um, but if the Tadcaster game f- is off uh, this week, then that would replace the Beverly game next week. So we'll have to keep our eyes uh, on the social media and see what happens with that game. As I said, keep listening because we've got the interviews coming up and uh, hopefully you enjoy those. Please feel free to follow us on X and on Facebook at AllWakey, aren't we? And uh, thank you again for listening and for your support. I am Cy Boyle and we are AllWakey, aren't we? We're talking now with Jack Durkin after that great win today. Uh, solid 4-0 win. Um, what's your thoughts on the game today? Difficult pitch, I think, as well to play on, wasn't it? Yeah, um 
testing is the word I would say. Um, I think the first half, especially, the, our feet were almost sinking into into the mud um, before people were lining up shots, before people were passing the ball. Um, so it was difficult. Um, but we said at half time that people that sort of push for the leagues win these games, um, and these are the games that are really important for, for where we need to be. Um, it's also important we go on a run um, because, to be honest, we we can't really get beaten now. Um, we've got massive couple of months coming up. Um, so yeah, it's really important to get a bit of momentum back after last week being cancelled as well. Um, I think it was important to carry on the form from Amers and I'm buzzing with a clean sheet too. So um, I'd love the goal. I was trying my hardest to get up towards the end. Um, there was a lot of possession for us at the end, and I think they didn't want to concede. But uh, I'm a centre half. I, I'm, I, a, a goal for me is a clean sheet. So uh, yeah, great result and uh, a great performance from everyone. Yeah. And their goalkeeper pulled off some great saves towards the back end of that second half, didn't he? Which really kept the score down. He did, def- uh, definitely. Um, I heard you guys shouting from the sides, what a savekeeper. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, he, he pulled off some great saves. Um, I think Mace was unlucky to get a goal. Uh, I would have loved Mace to get a goal because he was superb today at right back. Um, but I think he said that his legs were, were tiring, he couldn't get any power on the ball. So, um, yeah, that's, that sort of sums up the pitch. But, yeah, the keep kept, well, I say kept him in it. 4 0 probably flatters him a little bit. But first half, they made it difficult for us. Um, and then we were professional enough to, to get the job done in the second half and get four goals, and probably could have been more. Brilliant. Thank you very much, Jack. Top man, no worries, mate. Cheers. I'm talking now with Gabe after that match today with uh, a solid win at Claycross Town. Give us your thoughts on the game as a whole. I'll say. First, like difficult game, right? The, the pitch doesn't help. Um, very, very soft. Uh, they are clearly used used to playing here. Um, so it, it became, you know, it became quite difficult. You know, after the first half, we created a few chances, but none of like really good. So it was one of those games that we needed to adapt uh, the way that we usually play. You know, you wouldn't work. And I'm happy that we did that well and got the result. And obviously, it was nil nil at half time. We scored all in the second half. What did you say at half-time to kind of change things around? Because we did seem to create more chances in that second half. We definitely did. And, and I'm not going to say... It, it, we made a couple of changes and and maybe they had a, an effect. But, but a lot a lot of it came from players. Because they know they dropped already too many points. Can't afford to drop more. So their energy in the change room was really, really good uh, to start with. Uh, we went downhill second half, which helped. Clay Cross got tired. We, we also got tired, but a little bit less, so I would say. Um, but one of the well, two things that would change. One of them is like overlapping on the left hand side. So first half only Mays was, was overlapping. Uh, second half made sure that Callum was was there every time, which created created big problems for them. And they, you know, they couldn't. I would say they couldn't cope necessarily with, with the numbers that we had up there. And then having Joel to hold a little bit more next to Kearney and and, and Dirks, so then the, the both fullbacks could go up and then. And then Joe was there providing a little bit of cover. So that worked well. But look, the, at the end of the game, if you see the way they were moving the ball around, it, it looked like the pitch was good, but it wasn't. So a lot of credit to them, to all the players. Yeah, I thought they coped really well with a very difficult pitch today. Um, two wins on the bounce now, a couple of clean sheets as well, starting to get some momentum back. Yes, exactly. It, it, you know, The whole season was ups, ups and downs, I'd say. And it's t- time to change that. We, we already dropped all the points that could drop. And now, now it's time to have another solid run like we did a couple of times. Thank you very much, Gabe. Thanks to the next one. Me. Cheers.